we're back. You're listening to Paranorthwest, a podcast about all things paranormal here in the Pacific Northwest and beyond. I'm your host, Eric. I'm Shayla. And I'm Shan. Shayla, what are we talking about tonight? Tell the people, because you know they are just chomping at the bit. Black-eyed children. Ooh, insert scary noise here. You may not have heard of them. Now you have. We're going to tell you all about it. Tonight, the episode is for the children. All right. It is. We're giving back to the community. We're starting from the ground up to, you know, some of the smallest in our community, the children. And you may ask yourself, what kicked this off? Well, um, we recently were featured on Spaced Out Radio for an interview, and they had asked all three of us what our most terrifying encounter was, and Cheyenne mentioned her encounter, and I got to thinking, I wonder if that was not a spirit or a person. It was the black-eyed children, so we're going to get into it. Yeah, first of all, super big shout out to Spaced Out Radio. Thank you so much for having us on the Sode. That was cool. Our first radio experience. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Dave Scott. That and Merle. Awesome. And, yeah. I was just about to say. Merle's a homie. The paranormal road trippers. They're fire. Yeah. We're uh, probably set something up. We're going to hopefully do something with them next year. Uh, but yeah, we want to do a quick shout out to them. Uh, thank you so much for taking a leap of faith with us and having us on the show. It was honestly like the fastest two hours of my life. Yeah, and if you haven't seen the interview, go watch it on YouTube under the Spaced Out Radio. Or you can just click the link in our bio on our Instagram and watch it from there. Ooh, yeah. So thanks thanks so much, guys. Um, we love you, baby. Sweetheart. We love you. Schnookums. Okay, back into it. Black-eyed children. What, what are they? What are these things? What is a black-eyed child? All right. So they are children. And they run from ages uh, 6 to 16, okay? And basically, they are children that are pale-skinned. Okay. And they literally have black eyes. But they are like, are they humans? Are they dancer? The killers would like to know. um, They're nor, from what I found in my research. They're nor. Or dancer. No, okay. I like that. They're nor. Thank you. Instead of they're neither. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. They, some, you know, demonologists, they say that they are the spawn of Satan. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. And then other, um, you know, conspiracy theorists say that they are alien life. I don't, I couldn't get to the nitty grit. Um well, that's like everything in the paranormal, right? Right. It's Everyone's going to say it's this or it's that or it's neither or nor. Or nor. Yeah. <laughs> or nor sounds like an Australian saying, oh, no. Yeah, actually. Or nor. Um, so these shout children. Shout out to our Australian listeners. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shout out. Come on the shore. Okay. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so they're often known to hitchhike uh, as well as begging on... I'm sorry, begging for help normally uh, at residential houses. So help. in neighborhoods, they will um, really try and get you to open your door and let them in. Oh, goodness sakes. So the whole thing behind these guys is they want you to let them in. Once they come in, that's it. So that's like that's they're, it. like what happens 
then. You know what I mean? Like, well, we haven't heard from anyone. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. You're wrong. Because oh, in my, my research, I surely have. <laughs> she, said, yeah. she said you're wrong, actually. Yeah. So I'll get into that in just a few minutes. Um, just to let you know a little bit more about these children. They don't look threatening whatsoever. That's even scarier. They're very persistent. I say creatures. Yeah, that's what I would call them, or creatures. They're also known to panhandle. Oh. Which is weird. A lot of black-eyed children in Spokane, then, because there are panhandlers <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> okay. Come visit our city and get asked for a cigarette a hundred times a day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, especially at the plaza. So, um, they're <laughs> The also, plaza is the hotbed of paranormal activity. That's the truth. The that's, bus plaza. At, shout out STA. Uh, thanks for all of everything you do. <laughs> yeah. And by all, I mean you, not much. You don't do much. So they also wear outdated clothing. It's also known that they wear outdated clothing. Yes. So be dressed in like early 1900s time? Correct. That's oh. from what I've gathered. Yes. Um, there's also have been reports of talon feats. Now Ta- that's weird. Talon feats? Feet? Yeah. Yes. Talons. Like birds? Like, like bird feet. Do these chickens have large talons? Oh, yeah. Yes, very strange. So let's go through real quick. Non-threatening. Correct. Six to sixteen. Correct. Old clothes. Correct. Bird feet. Abs. Well, in some reports, some have bird feet. Some have feet. Two left feet. Correct. Maybe. Maybe two right feet. Maybe, Maybe bare no feet. feet at all. Maybe bare feet with lizard ankles. Correct. You could be one. Ooh. <laughs> um. That's also very known to give um, a, a serious feeling of dread when encountering. So your body will tell you. And the oh. body never lies. Oh. Um, there's, I mean, claims reporting all the way back to the 80s. Yeah. And. That's when they first started, like, making appearances or what? Yeah. I mean, that's when, that's when the claims have dated back to you. Maybe there were, I mean, I suspect there were claims before that. Sure. But you it know. wasn't like taken as a paranormal thing. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe they were just like, oh, I saw this kid and it's weird. And everyone's just like, be quiet. Yes. Go to the insane asylum now. Yes. All right. But are you guys ready to hear a story? Ooh, story time. I'm ready. All right. So there was a man. There's a man named Brian Bethel. Um, and he even wrote a book on the black-eyed children. So the story goes, they knocked on his door. It was a boy and a girl, a little boy and a little girl. Okay. Very scary already. (laughs) She's really setting the tone. (laughs) And they asked to come in and that their parents will be there soon. They let them inside, started asking them questions, and those questions went unanswered. Answered. 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 So they let the children have some hot cocoa. Cocoa. All right. They had a cat. This story is just all over the place. No, I'm serious. These people had a cat. Yeah, no, I believe that's not the most (laughs) unbelievable part of this. And (laughs) the cat was very displeased with these children. As cats usually are. Not with me. 
So then the cats, or excuse the cats, <laughs> the children, they asked to use the bathroom. And then while the wife was talking to the husband while they were in the bathroom, she was like, did you notice their eyes? While she's saying that, the husband, Brian, ends up getting a terrible nosebleed. Ooh. Like, he's, he's like, pooling over, like, his nose is, like, just, just coming out. Yeah. So, the power just turns off. While oh these kids God. are in the bathroom, nosebleed. Okay, so you have all these things leading up. Cats being an asshole. Exactly. They come out of the bathroom, and they said, yep, our parents are here. What? Okay. Yeah, Right doesn't make any sense like all this weird shit leading up okay and this is another weird thing the wife let them out okay outside and she saw two this is the exact words two slender men slender man yes i know what do you think of that hold on we're just gonna pause here what do you think about that shayla to be honest i don't know if i'm buying the story Ooh, a little skeptical she says, yeah. she says no to the cats. She says no to the uh, the power shutting off. Yeah, because everything that I've read, you can't miss the eyes. They're literally like so hollow and dark. Maybe it was dark but, out. And you let these two kids in the house and they're like, oh, weird. They have weird eyes. I don't know. I'm just going to let them go poop in what my bathroom. <laughs> like, what? The, these kids with black eyes have to caca, so let me let them in real quick. <laughs> yeah, like, this is weird. Well, well let, her, let her finish the story. Okay, yeah. And so the wife had waved and they didn't have any kind of friendly gesture back. So, you know, weeks after that, their cats started dying. They even found one of their cats in a pool of blood. Oh. Okay. The nosebleeds, they continued. Oh. Yes. And then they found out the husband ended up getting severe cancer, which was the writer of this book. I don't know. That was the story. That's what I researched. I have my sources. Um, TBSnews.net. Um, Brian Bethel. Come on the show and tell us yourself Author. since... I don't... I couldn't... Okay, I'm just saying, come on the show, spirit. <laughs> show yourself. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said he... he did he die? She didn't say that. Oh, he just got cancer? Yeah, he's people in, can live with okay, cancer. Okay, he's in remission. She did not state. Okay, he's in remission. So, I understand where you're coming from, Shay, where you're like, I don't, you know, buy it. But people aren't always so observant of everything especially in a like in a situation that is very out of the norm and the people are panicked you know they need help or whatever i don't know i'm just saying people could miss something because they're not paying attention to something like that yeah. i think yeah I i'm think on the fence about the story yes i thought i'd share because you know what you asked for it. And I'm glad you shared. I brought it. Um, and they're also known to frequent like nearby bars in the UK. What's weird is like the, the hitchhiking, you know? Yes. Yes. That um, that is weird. I don't know why that's, you know, why that even is a thing. I don't. Well, I think they play off of it sounds like they play off of people's emotions and wanting to help, you know, a child on the side of the road looking to hitchhike well yeah because who wouldn't want to help a kid i mean other than myself i, I was just gonna say i know one <laughs> person who wouldn't want to help a kid yeah and not because 
I dislike them. It's just, it's sus. Yeah, it People is very sus. sus. But like back in the day, like hitchhikers and all that wasn't so much like a sus thing, you know? Plenty of people would pick up hitchhikers or let people into their houses in, you know, all the way up to the 80s, 90s. Yeah, the whole thing behind the whole letting them in, either the home or the car, is really odd. Yeah. Like, that must be... It's like... That's uh, like the threshold of like, okay, now I can... It's like vampires. Yeah. They can't come in unless they're, you know, welcomed in. So it's almost like you have to, by welcoming them, like you're saying, welcoming, welcoming, wow, welcoming, hi, I, my name is Eric and I speak English. By welcoming them into your home, you're welcoming whatever into your home and like into your space and life and all that. You know what I mean? And that's exactly why I will never put a welcome mat by my house, on my property, a welcome mat. Well, everyone knows that you're not welcoming. That's all that dates back all the way to the witches. Yeah. The witches do not do that for that exact reason. Because they don't want entities coming in their house that mine, are not welcome. Ours says not welcome. Yeah. Mine says, uh, piss on me. So <laughs> So she anyways, says one that just says piss. <laughs> um, what is your theory, Eric, about the black eyed children? I don't know. I think they're some sort of malevolent entity yes and mind you shayla that sighting was i believe in 96 in texas texas so what are your thoughts shayla oh i'm cut off all right now on to shayla <laughs> she wanted go a, ahead eric a one like, sentence. i'll let you speak okay so like i've been saying i think they play off of like what's the easiest way for us to get close to somebody act like a kid because like we were saying on the feral children episode kids you want to help them you know what i mean like they're they're innocent and they're helpless they crap their pants so they don't really know what's going on you know have you ever seen a kid try and pour like juice into a glass they don't have a fucking idea how like to do anything right so and if you got kids and you're listening i mean just watch them for one day and be like this this guy had needs help Teacher, you know. can you peel my banana? Yeah, they can't peel bananas. They can't piss by themselves. They cannot wipe their bum bum. Yeah. And if that was Cheyenne as a child, she didn't do that till she was at least 14 years of age. That is true. This is not a lie. This is the truth. She would have to call her mom in to wipe her ass. Absolutely. And I even at one point sought out a bidet. So <laughs> I didn't even have to touch my own ass. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Have you ever have you ever felt the power of a bidet? I would fill the bidet with uh, Mountain Dew Code Red. Dude. How cool would that be to have your ass just tasty? You know. Yeah, I'd fill mine with cum. Okay. Well, all right. Now, Shayla, what's your thoughts on black-eyed children? I'm torn between it's either. I mean, obviously, it's an entity, right? Yeah. But then I always like wonder too, because I have read sightings like that story that you were just talking about, Shy. I've heard stories where um, they see like the men in black too, like around that time. Like during the sighting? Yeah, or thereafter. So I'm like, is it ET related? Well, like we always say, all these things are 
in the same realm. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, it could be ET related, and they they've cloaked themselves ninety percent. It's yeah. just the eyes they couldn't really figure out. You know? Yeah, and the chicken feet. I don't know what the chicken feet are about, but I they honestly my my first guess would be some sort of dimensional or ultra ultra terrestrial or ultra dimensional being like one okay. of the two what are they doing what's the goal i don't know because other than that story Shane just told i've never heard of anyone actually stupid enough to let him in yeah it's always like they try and try and you're like something's in you saying uh and I have seen video footage like on those ring doorbells too. It's all over YouTube. You can find them. Eric, we've watched a few. But like of these kids that'll like go up with these hoods over their head and they're like, help, let me in, help, help, you know, let me in. And then they just disappear. It's so odd. But letting them in has to, they have to have some sort of purpose, right? Yeah. Like there has to be a reason why they're being, they want in. Are well, they yeah. collecting info? Are they collecting energy from you? Are they just in on like a scouting mission to say like, hey, this is what people live like and all that or, or what? And are, are the people that they come in contact with, are they chosen? I think that they're up to something and they are trying to get something. I don't think it's, oh, I'm just checking in. Yeah. Shy, what about you? Okay. So... Two things, personally, for me. I think that they are also, like, an interdimensional being. Um, you know, I don't know. That's a good point that you bring up. Like, what do they want? In that story, like, I'm trying to relate it back to that story, you know? Why would they go into the bathroom? That's the first place you can find anyone's DNA. Ooh. Is the yeah, bathroom. there are a lot of pubes on my toilet. I'm talking, like, toothbrush. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's fine. Oh. There's pubes on my toothbrush, too. Honestly, I think, Cheyenne, you're on to that, and I think they might want their soul, so that way their eyes aren't as hollow. Ooh, like they're closing in on becoming Taking one of on us. on that person. Yeah, and they're missing. It's kind of like Jeepers Creepers, how the guy, like, eats pieces of people and grows them. You know, like if he gets his arm ripped off, he eats someone's arm and it grows in. Yeah, how'd you get those eyes? Yeah, see? Ew, dude. Ew, dude. Yeah, so you think they're trying to be, be to like fit in. Yeah. And, and be like, like recon down here for something. Because that's what I tried to figure out. I'm like, what do they really want? You know what I mean? But yeah, there's no other. I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Um, but I, I, that, I mean, it, it does make sense that they might want something like a DNA piece. But do you think they're, that these people are being targeted? I think they are probably more known to be a little bit more vulnerable. Oh, like, not, like they would let someone in. Yeah, like they like have that in their heart, you know what I mean? Like, I will be willing to help anyone that needs help, you know? So they, ex they exploit that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, like... So they're probably watched. I bet you if it's kind of like all the, the different forms of contact with aliens, you know what I mean? Like being watched and then visited and then blah, blah, blah down the line. I'm sure that if these people were hypervigilant, 
they would notice weird th- happenings before the black eyed children showed up at their door. You guys. What? Uh oh. Now Epiphany? that you see that. You have an epiph? Yeah, dude. Piff it out. What I explained, you know, before in my story, you know, we were talking about Velcro a few days before. And that's something we ended up receiving the day after we had this happening. Well, hold on, because people are going to be lost. So you, tell your story really quick. Oh, my gosh. I told it like three times on here. Yeah, but some people might not have listened to that episode. And if you just jump into a story you said on here five, six, ten episodes ago. <sighs> okay, I'll do it for the listeners. Okay, this one's for you, people. All okay. right, so everyone, I want you to sit back. Okay. Relax. Enjoy. Yeah, get your bum bum settled. Yeah, grab a snack. You know? Right. Yeah. Lick your lips. So... It was, I believe, September 3rd, okay? Never forget. Of 2021. And I was in my bed sleeping. At this point, I was living with my mom. Okay. Yeah? Let me give you back. I I have to give him the preface. So I'm going to... Okay. So... Uh couple days before this incident happened um my mom and I were hanging up like a walk through I don't like a walk like a walk through screen okay and you have to have like velcro to get it together whatever so we were putting up and my mom was like yeah I think we're gonna need to get some more uh velcro to like super secure this since we have dogs I'm like yeah okay so about within three days, I know for sure the incident happened on September 3rd of 2021 uh, because I'm literally always superstitious of that date now. I won't do anything paranormal on that date. Um, she woke me up in the middle of a dead sleep, probably around two o'clock, and her eyes were, looked crazy. Dude, she had them crazy eyes, the mom crazy eyes. You know what I mean? That you know when you're in like deep shit. Ooh. Yeah. And she didn't, she was so quiet. She was like, Cheyenne, there's someone at the fucking door right now. And I'm like, what? And when I wake up out of sleep, I'm like ready to fight for war for some reason. Yeah, every time. I don't know why. And I love that about her. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. She goes, my bedroom window is open and you can hear them outside. I'm like, okay. Um, and the dogs at the, my at this point, both my dogs are going absolute nuts. Um, Did she say like what she heard? She goes, someone is trying to get in, and so I'm like, no way, right now. <laughs> so I'm like, at hurry this hour, up. yeah, hurry up, and I get to her bed, her bedroom, and I have my ear like press against the um. The cloth, the the blind, and I hear this person. Uh, the sounds of it makes me, I like creep myself out thinking about it. It was just like a weird moany. I couldn't necessarily tell at that point if it was male or female. They were moaning? Yeah, they were like, ah, help me. We were all like wailing. <laughs> yeah, like they were in serious danger. She goes, no. this has been going on for a few minutes. I was like, No one moans okay. when they're in danger. They're not like, oh, fuck. Not like that. Help okay. me. Okay. 
They were wailing. Yes, they were wailing, excuse me. And it sounded like they were crying and they were like jiggling the door handle and pounding on the door. So they're like, they're, they're distressed. Yes. Well, what it sounds like someone in like high distress. Yes. Shayla, what would you do in that situation? I don't know. I don't think I would have done anything. I will probably would have done exactly what you did. Yeah, stay the fuck inside. Yeah, and you don't look. Gr- grab your gats. We grabbed the gat. I said, load up. If something comes through that door, it's going to fucking get us. Like, I know for sure that's not what it is. You know what I mean? So she calls the, the cops. Okay, and it seemed like forever for them to get there. And then finally, you know, everything stopped. Everything calmed down while she like was on the phone with the police. I'm like, okay. And I had a feeling inside me. I'm like, they're fuck. I told her, I was like, they're still fucking out there. I know it. I know they are still out there. And then all of a sudden the cops were like, okay, we're on the way. The door handle is like nonstop jiggling. I for sure deep down, I'm like, these people are about to come in my house. Like these, like my dogs were going ape at this point. Yeah, and the fact that the dogs didn't deter them is kind of odd. Right, and I'm like, if you're in so serious danger, you would move on to the next house. This was going on for 15, probably 15 minutes now. Yeah, at most, you think people would spend maybe 10, 15 seconds on a door, then run to the next one? Yeah. And if nothing else, those people that you just knocked on, they come out, and then you go back. You wouldn't wait at one house if you're in such distress. Yeah, they were like, help me, let... They kept, like, yelling, like, let me in. And there's, like, a main, main road... I mean, what, three, four blocks from that, yeah. that house? I mean, so it, you could run to that. Walk. It's a two minute walk from the main road. Yeah, you could run to that main road and flag someone down. Yeah. And so, the like the sheriff or the de- whatever who it was who was coming there, like, okay, we're on your block. Like they called my mom, we're on your block right now. Yeah. Okay. And as this is like, they're like on our block, we can see their um, spotlighting, obviously, and like finding our house. Yeah. Everything stops. This is the part where I don't get it. Everything stops. Yeah, within that moment of them spotlighting, everything just, like, stops. So it just, like, disappeared, like, no jiggling? Oh, my God, that scared me. <laughs> so, just, so, so everything just stops, like, like door jiggling, the, the yelling? Yes, my like, dogs were still barking. So I'm like, mm, okay, weird. So as they were jiggling and yelling... <laughs> Jiggling the door. This sounds handle. very sexy. Yeah. The cops are down the street. Yeah, and you could see the light as this was happening. So they had sight of the front door because the house at the time was a rancher facing the street. Okay. There was no, I mean, it was an open yard. You know, yeah. there was no trees. There's, there's a direct no, line of sight. Yeah. There's no, none of that. Yeah. And the cops come and they, you know, we greet them and open the door and they're like, okay, we're going to search the perimeter. We're going to search the garage. We're going to search the backyard. They're like, okay, no one's here. No one's here. And we haven't seen anyone around the area. They patrolled for like two hours or like the streets, like the yeah, looking for these people. No one. It was there. No one was there. And it's just baffling to me. I'm like, first of all, no one like humanly, no one can hide like and move that quick 
Yeah, from j screaming and jiggling your door handle to just nothing, and then for two hours, no one can find them. And if the cops are literally right down the street, they're gonna see. And they went down the alley body. too. Yeah, and they went down multiple alleys. Yeah, absolutely insane. And you know, I'm always about like curiosity over fear, but something literally told me not to open the blind. Well, no shit. As much as I wanted to, I just didn't. But uh, she's never scared. No, it was fucking scary. I'm not going to lie. It was scary. Yeah. Probably one of the most scarier moments in my life. So f the next day, <coughs> the next day, my mom was outside mowing the lawn and she's like, Cheyenne, you're not going to believe this shit. And I was like, what did you, what? And she's like, I just found a dime and it was like a really small, like probably less than like quarter size around. <clears throat> Dimes are usually smaller than quarters. Okay. Well, no, I'm saying it's like probably quarter size ball. Oh, this it is the second a, item. Yes. A okay. lime green quarter size ball. Like not a bouncy ball. It was like soft. Oh, it was a soft ball. You know what I mean? Like a foam and Velcro. From trying to fix the door, the door. So the Velcro that you needed. Yeah. And I told her, do not touch those items. Do not. What does she do? She touches them and moves them in the house. How'd you get rid of them? I think she threw them away. <laughs> I was like, I'm not touching those. She said, and this is gone. Yeah, I was not touching those. They sat outside. And they were, where were they, where did, where were the items placed? They were placed in the front yard. Close, close out to the door. Like you have to walk a little bit, probably like a little less than, what, 15 steps, maybe not a lot. And they were on a little area that... <sighs> It's for the sprinkler system. So it's like a hard top area in the yard for the sprinkler system. And that's where they were placed. And I, I don't get that. I don't, I did so, I can't even wrap my mind around it. So do you think the whole Velcro thing, do you think that they were watching you prior to this incident? That was my immediate thought. Do you, can like, you think and remember if there was anything weird before this that happened? Or any like, huh, that's strange. You know, like anything that kind of struck you as odd? No, not that I remember. Okay, so they're good at the, what they do. Yes. Are we thinking this is black-eyed children? I mean, it does make sense. It kind of falls into it, right? But the craziest, here's another little crazy tidbit about this, okay? So I called my grandma because I needed some spiritual advice over this. I needed something to yeah. calm my shores or calm my shorts. <laughs> and she goes, you know, that's real weird, Cheyenne, because someone was singing outside my window the exact same night. Outside yeah. her bedroom window. I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain it. I lit that's, some that's something I cannot explain. Well, so we'll get back into this and more after these commercial breaks and shout outs and shit. It is time for the shout out section. Woohoo! And our shout out of the week is. Drum roll. 
Brown and Proud. Brown and Proud LA. Ayo, maggots. This is a clothing line for La Raza, okay? It's uh, it's made by Mexicans. It's for Mexicans and others if you want to, you know, support. I own uh, some of their stuff. It's very well made. It is, uh, you know, it's, it's cool to find a clothing brand for my people. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not like overtly like, oh, if you're not Mexican, fuck you. It's like, hey, I'm Mexican. And if you have a problem with that, fuck you. You know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's about lifting up the race. It's about empowerment. It's about, you know, bringing everyone together. And it's about the movement, you know? The culture. Yeah. It's about the culture and everything like that. And I, I'm really stoked that there's a brand out there like this. So uh, everyone needs to go check them out, buy a shirt, tell them what's up. Tell them uh, Paranorthwest sent them or sent you to go see them. And uh, yeah. So their Instagram handle is brown, the letter N, proud LA. Check them out. And our listener of the week this week is uh, the guy whose hair smells the best in Spokane. And that's not up for debate. My man, Milky. Man. <laughs> they call him that because uh, he'll he's, get your mom pregnant. Shit, he's full of milk. Yeah, he my boy, needs some milk. My my boy is got that leche on deck. Okay. Yeah, if you need some, hit him up. He's a big supporter of Para Northwest and everything. Really, everything his homies do. He's he's one of the ultimate homies, and I love this dude to death. And super stoked I got to meet him. And super stoked he's in our life. Father's milk. Okay. You heard it there. <laughs> Father's milk. I don't know what that means, but that's for him. Thank you, my guy. Yeah. Thanks, big dog. We love you. You're sweet and you're a beautiful boy. And I can't wait to put you to bed tonight. You tender. By singing you songs and rubbing you where you want me to rub you. <laughs> consensually. And we also have... A little special ting. Uh, what we do? What is it? <laughs> For our boy. Mike, oh yeah. Mike, oh Mike, yeah. Mike. Okay. Casey! So last episode we uh, we put out. I don't know. It was just it was just like a weird little. Hey, what's this from? It was a quote from one of the greatest movies, The Sandlot. Let's give it a playback. Okay, like we aren't gonna play that back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But the quote was from the Sandlot. The first person to guess it was supposed to get a surprise. And imagine so, that Mike Casey at like 2 a.m. <laughs> no, it was at like 8 o'clock in the yeah. morning. So he hit us up. It was uh, the great Bambino, the you know, the the Colossus of Clout himself. The Colossus of Clout! Yeah, Babe Ruth. <laughs> Baby Ruthie. Okay. And so we said we'd do something special for you on this episode. And we wrote a song. We prepared it. Uh, Cheyenne and I, we worked hard on this yeah. all week, and we'd like to sing it for you. And here it goes. One, two, three. Mike Casey has a great smile, and his heart is big, but his fear is small. And Bigfoot loves him so very much. 
and he has <laughs> the greatest heart in the world, and he sings for your soul with his love, and and he really likes Washington State. <laughs> so that was it. We wrote that. That's a hundred percent us. That's our song to you. That wasn't on the fly. No, you can tell we prepared that. Yeah. And so, yeah, we just want to say thanks. Uh, maybe we'll do more of these. This seems like a, a cool thing to keep everyone engaged. You know? Yeah. Eric wrote the beat for that one. Yeah. It took a lot. Um, I kind of, my inner Daryl Hall from Hall and Oates came out during that song and i appreciate you know you guys listening and his um i'm gonna i'm gonna give him a gift as well tonight and it's his indian name oh my god oh my god his own sacred private indian name he can't tell anyone though i seen it cheyenne tell him what it is bob be bob Fire Chief! Bob Fire Chief! <laughs> and actually, I'm going to throw this out there for our big guy, Mike. Um, Sasquatch is known as one of our special animals in the Ojibwe culture, and they're known as honesty. And Mike Casey is a man of honesty, man of trust. And a man of the woods. Woo! Alright, Mike, so that's for you. If you would like something like this, then you have to answer this following question. Oh my God. No. Okay. okay, what in this movie smoke signals? Okay. What was Victor's father's name? And if you do know, I will personally send you a picture of me dressed up as his father as I'm going to be in for Halloween. <laughs> there you go. Who was Victor's, what was Victor's father's name yep. on the movie Smoke Signals? Yep. Let us know. Yep. If you haven't seen that, you need to. All right, back to the episode. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that was a lot of fucking around. Here we go. Cheyenne. The story. That's insane. Yeah. It's crazy because like when we talk about other topics, it seems like things that we've talked about in the past tie into those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're like, oh, I went through this or we start doing research on a different thing. It, it almost like sparks a, a memory and you're like, maybe that was actually this. And so I think that was Black Eyed Children. I do have a feeling too. I think it was probably a younger female because the video that you sent me was kind of reminiscent of that. Yeah, that was yeah. fucking odd. I still have the video. It's not really a lot. It's literally me um, just breathing, breathing really heavy. And that's most of our videos. My dogs are literally going ape. But I mean, I have that video. Very scary, though. Very scary time. Yeah. So, black-eyed children, not trill. Children, though, pretty trill. Yeah. What's up with kids seeing spirits 
You know what I mean? My sister has been like, ever since her kids were born, has been, you know, my, my mother passed away when I was like 18 and my sister was pregnant at the time. And even from her first kid, he would like go to pictures of my mom and be like, I like that's grandma and somehow no, never met her and somehow knew that can, you know what I mean? And she was yeah. like, he, I didn't say anything and they'd be like three years old or something, you know, they'd be like that grandma or however kids say, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> what's up with kids? Like I, I have my own theories, but I want to hear you guys first. What are your thoughts and why do you think that children always see spirits or whatever that and their parents just call them their imaginary friend, you know, things like that? Kids are so innocent and they're so pure and so untouched by influence that unless they're Catholic, you know, I mean, they just don't have any negative influence, you know, unless it's their parents saying to them like, oh, that's not real or you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's. Like what it is. Shy, you were a, uh, a freaky little kid. Yeah, you were absolutely terrifying, as was I, but yours was a lot worse. Yeah, tell us about tell us about your experiences as a child and seeing these things. How did you feel? What they look like? You know, w- kind of walk us through all of that. Yeah. So when it first started off, it was uh, probably around three or four years old. And I would be scared because, you know... I'm the only person who's seeing this. Yeah. No one else is seeing this. And that's, as a kid, that's that's pretty hard, too, to be like, why don't you see this? Right. Also. And this is also very real to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it started off when I started seeing, and I just call them, as I saw them, wizards. Explain. Why did you call them wizards? Yeah. So I would see these um, things in graveyards. And they were cloaked and gray, and they would carry around, like, staffs. Gandalf. Yeah, and but their whole, even their face and their skin was gray. Did they look human-like? They looked, yeah, they like looked their like facial wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, was there, like, an aura around them, or no, could you I see just, through them? No, I can't, and still, I can't see through ghosts. Yeah, they just come, just... Yeah. Solid figures, like yeah. like an everyday person. Right. So I started off seeing that, and then I would also just see them around my house. Like, they would more, like, come to me for some reason. Um, I think it's because, first of all, I had people around me, well, Shayla, that did believe me. And also, my mom never said, oh, that's just your imagination. Yeah. She has never once ever said that to me. And she wouldn't say, oh, that's just like an imaginary friend. Yeah. She was like, if you're like, I saw this, she's like, okay. And I think that's cool because not a lot of parents are like that. Well, they need to be more like that. Yeah. And I'm like, if she would have said something like that to me to make me like, like almost trick myself into thinking that it's just an imaginary friend, you know what I mean? Would I have the experiences that I had growing up? Probably not. No. Yeah. I would say and now, yeah, yeah, and, and this brings me to the fact, like, when parents, you know, their kids say, "Oh, my, uh, you know, my friend, this or this is this person," you know, he's I'm playing with him right now, whatever, and they're like, "Oh, that's not real, that's imaginary," you start to suppress it, and you start to believe them, and you're like, "Well, my parents, you know, wouldn't lie to me or whatever," you know, they're they're my parents, and 
they kind of that that I don't know how to say this. It kind of dissolves your your sight because on it them. has an influence on you. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Such an impact. I yes, I agree with that, and I think that's why um, kids are able to see the things that they see is because they have no necessarily tainted outside influence. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, I mean, in the future, if my if I end up having children and my kids were to say something like that to me. I'm not going to freak them out, first of all, and I'm not going to gaslight them. Yeah, period. Exactly. That's. I mean, no, you're not seeing that. That's not real. Because what they're seeing is obviously real. If they can describe head to toe what they look like to me, just like I used to, I know it's real. Yeah, exactly. I mean, mom never really said much, like when Cheyenne would bring that up. And if you, like, thinking back... That was kind of around the time that our grandpa, which would be our mother's dad, passed. Um, Cheyenne would see and hear him at our aunt's house. So it's like they were probably freaked out. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine your three-year-old being like, oh, my God, every time the clock strikes whatever hour, I can just hear like my grandpa laughing like how terrifying yeah because that's what she would say and i kind of get it because it it is it would be scary if you're not not everyone's like us not everyone you know believes in this stuff and thinks it's not all evil and just thinks it's just part of your world that you're living in so to the people that don't believe this stuff and maybe think that all of it is negative i mean i could see why a parent would be like you're like oh my friend this he's a you know six foot tall dude with a top hat and all this stuff you know what i mean you'd be like what the fuck are you talking about yeah it is it's so strange and especially since they haven't been like watching horror movies they can't just like they're not making this stuff up yeah or being like oh i saw this in a movie i'm gonna tell my parents oh i you know this is what i see because i saw it in a movie now i want to tell them this is straight like Shayla said, I mean, they're just innocent. This is what they see, and they're just telling you how they're experiencing the world. Yeah, I mean, and if your child is that visibly upset, like, I used to get very... Like, I would get super scared. I would cry. Come on. Yeah, it's Come obviously on. something is affecting them. Yeah. If there's, if you don't see anything, and there's nothing absolutely happening in your own eyes, but your child's scared and freaking out and crying, and they're like, look over there, don't you see that? Come on. And you guys had a, you both saw something, right? In your basement or something? Yeah, Shayla, when why you were don't kids? you uh, go ahead and fill them on, uh, on that? Yeah, so we lived in this house and it was like such a cool house. But um, I was like an angsty teen. Hell you know? yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go stay in the basement. I don't know what I thought it's that badass. was going to do. Yeah, I thought so. So whatever, I started staying in the basement and it was like a huge ass room like well there was two rooms but the room that I took was huge and every time I go down there I was kind of eerie and I kept thinking like at night when I couldn't sleep I was like god that corner over there looks so dark like it was darker than the rest of the room you know and I thought that I would see stuff moving but I was like you know it's probably just my imagination right I've seen, yeah, that's so weird you say that because I've seen places that you think like that is darker than dark for yeah. some reason over there. Yeah. And so 
there was one day, um, I actually think we stayed, we were homesick that day from school and my mom was at work and I was watching Cheyenne and she was like, I just remember us being down there and she was like screaming and crying. And she was like, there's a man in the corner. Like she kept like screaming and she was like running up the stairs. And I got super scared and I was like, what was the Was it the fuck? same corner that you- Yeah, it was the same corner. And so we ran upstairs and went in her room and it's like midday, okay? Yeah, you so know? it's not like, no, at night and yeah. you've been watching something scary. And it was summer, so it was like really bright, you know, in the house and there's like a ton of windows in there. So it was like super full of light, but, and she was like panicking. I remember calling my mom and I was like, she's saying there's someone in the basement, like, what do I do? And mom's like, what the hell? You know? And so at the time she was seeing stuff, obviously years prior, but- she would just like freak out. And so I remember thinking like, okay, I'm going to ask questions to Ooh, her. Like ballsy, I remember thinking I love that. that. And I had asked her, I was like, okay, what does this man look like? And you know, she's five years younger, so she's still pretty little. I was probably like 12, 13. Yeah. Okay. So she's seven, eight. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know. He's just gray. He's all gray. And I was like, oh. what do you mean gray? And she was like, yeah, he's a man and he's wearing like a suit and he has a hat on and he's really tall and he's just standing in the corner. And I was like, okay. And so I remember like telling her, I was like, okay, we're going to go back downstairs. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to have you look and, and try to talk to him. I remember this. Fuck. Do you remember this, Cheyenne? You okay. guys are ballsy, especially for kids. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're going to go back and down You know, there. Cheyenne with you, she's like, okay. Yeah. She was like, okay, I'm going to try. And so we did it a few times and I think she just started freaking out. And then eventually one of the times we went down, she was like, what's your name? And she literally, her eyes lit and she looked at me and she goes, he said his name is Kevin. Oh. No, not Kevin. Oh. <laughs> Calvin. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> Kevin. Calvin? I was like, that's a name. Yeah. And it's you know? an older name. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And so I was like trying to tell her and she's like starting to calm down a little bit, you know? And I was like, okay, well like ask him like this, you know? And I was like, what does he look like? Like what's he wearing? All this stuff. How old is he? I'm just asking her all this shit. Yeah. Cause you can't see it. Yeah. So I'm, you're so like, I'm let's get all the info we can right now. Yeah. Cheyenne, do you remember this? Yeah, I do. That like triggered a weird memory when you said that. Yeah, I do. So his name's Calvin. He's a doctor. Okay. Oh. That's what he did for a living. He was a doctor. And at this point, I was still obviously scared, but I had to, f obviously Shayla wanted to know and I felt comfortable enough, you know, and I didn't feel threatened at any, you yeah. know what I mean? At this point and to come to find out he was just, you know, basically there to basically be my friend through my spiritual journey as a kid i guess you know so what I mean? he like knew what you were going through i guess because he came to me you know yeah because it's not like your house was an old hospital or something like a reason why it'd be haunted yeah this guy came and sought you out yeah that's yeah. fucking cool yeah and it's weird because i remember as soon as she like acknowledged him and like was talking to him she started seeing him not just in the basement. He would start coming upstairs and moving through the home. 
Well, so my take is he probably wanted to take it easy, you know, mm -hmm. like kind of ease into it, Watch not it just be distance. like, hey, you can see me. Like, let me teach you all about this shit. He was probably like, all right, you know, I'm going to I'm going to ease into it. Yeah. She's probably going to be scared, which I get. But I mean, so after you had done this like session, you know, asking him questions, how did you feel, Cheyenne, when you saw him? Like, were you was it comfortable like, was it just a, a part of everyday life or were you still like scared uh, to be in his presence? No, I felt comfortable. Like, it's OK. He's like allowed to be here and he's yeah. allowed to be in my space now. And now he's just like, oh, you know, that's just Calvin. Like, it's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Me and old Cal. Yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. And it was just more of a comfortable feeling like it's OK. He's meant to be here. And I'm fine with that. After that, too, it was just like the spirits were just flooding into her, like once she acknowledged him. And she'd already had a guide at the time. Bert. Yeah. Bert is her name. And so she would talk to, to Bert and Calvin and try to basically weed out the spirits that were coming in. Like she would basically figure out like, okay, is this one good? Is it bad? And then she just started talking to them on the regular. I remember her not even being able to sleep at night because it was just constant. Like they were just like coming at you with questions or like trying to talk and yeah, hang they out. they would or... just bother her. <laughs> Imagine Which... Cheyenne just being like, yo, can y'all like shut the fuck up for a bit? I'm trying to sleep. And like that, I don't remember that happening, but... I do remember it seemed like I have a really hard, I had a really hard time turning it on and off. You know, like turning my senses, I guess that's what you would call them, on and off. So thankfully, I got that down. You know what I mean? I'm still able to communicate with all of them, and I still know them, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's they play, they played a, a integral role in you becoming who you are with the paranormal. Yeah, that's very true. So that's yeah. that's really cool to still have them around, you know, and in your life. Yeah. Cheyenne, have you ever since you still see them all the time and they help you all the time? Do you ever ask them like how they found you? Ooh, yeah. And like sought you out? Like, is there yeah? Like, is there like a radar or something can that they can them? feel? Maybe that's something we should do on the Halloween special. I'm in for that. You know, like, see if they can fully come through. You know what I mean? And let them... Because I've never asked that question. I've just always kind of assumed, like, they were just meant for me. You know what I mean? Like, they were just meant... But there was there had to have been you know a way I mean? that they knew you could see... I mean, because he was obviously making his presence known to Shayla, too. Like... Yeah. So he was there... For a while before yeah. he finally like basically stepped out and was like, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. It's very different. And something that I really believe is like there's three parts to, you know what I mean? Um, what you can choose choose from for like basically jobs for the spirits. You know what I mean? You can work down here with the humans. You can work up there. You know what I mean? Like in the spirit world or you can continue to live like your daily life here you know what I mean um, in the living world and just going through the motions and yeah. whatnot you know what I mean just yeah. like you see Mrs. Wells yeah you know what I mean she's just kind of doing her thing she's just she's just chilling 
Yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. So, do you think that they would be willing to communicate with us? Like, with the devices and stuff? I'm hoping so. I feel like one of those last times we caught... One of those, like, we don't ever catch EVPs, but, like, years ago when we... Before Pair Northwest was uh, our born. Yeah. I feel like we caught her on EVP. If you do remember that. Yeah, I do recall that. So, why wouldn't they be able to try maybe we can use the huff paranormal yeah. i think that would work great yeah we should target them and see yeah how they've been you know yeah the ghost of uh, your childhood yeah so children all over see stuff like it's crazy to think about and then they reach about the age of six or seven and it kind of starts going away for a lot of people I think because they start to become more like they can vocalize more what they're seeing mm -hmm. instead of just being like, oh, I'm just playing with whatever. They're like, oh, it's a man and this is all about him. And that's when their parents start to shut it down. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think all the psychics and mediums and all that out there, the people who do this kind of work, that never left them for whatever reason, mm -hmm. you know? So it's just interesting. So if your kid's talking and playing in the corner uh, with their friend, just go along with it yeah you know as long as See they're not what? being hurt and it's a consensual thing and it's fine and they're safe just let let a kid experience the entirety of of the world that he's in yeah or this, she's in this isn't ghost adventures not everything's a demon it's not going to possess you okay yeah. it's fine it's fine some things are just spirits right they're you know? just people yeah well i think that was pretty good uh real real quick don't forget this week, this Sunday, we're doing our live podcast, okay? October 30th, mark your calendars. We've got tarot card readings. We've got uh, targeted communication. Get your requests in. Uh, once again, we're going to try and communicate who, with whoever you want us to. Either join the live or uh, DM us with someone's name or whatever you have on them. We're going to try it. Like I said the last time, we're not guaranteeing anything. We're just going to see how it goes. Yeah, we're going to be trying a lot of different um, experimental ways to try to communicate. But also, if you haven't entered our giveaway, go over to our Instagram and enter our giveaway. Okay? Tell them how they enter. So, I got the rules posted below. Okay? Let me just read these off for the ladies and the gentlemen's okay so we will be as Cheyenne would say hooking up one listener <laughs> <laughs> and in this giveaway you will receive the first ever pressing maybe the one and only we aren't sure yet pair northwest t-shirt a candle made by yours truly yeah Shayla and Eric okay we're making them candles one tarot reading by Cheyenne and an indigenous beaded item to keep the big dub away from Ooh. myself. Okay. I'm a beater. So I'm going to bead you. It's going to be, I'll, I'll tell you because I just finished it. It's going to be a keychain and it's fucking rad looking. So you're going to want to win these items. Um, but to enter is what you have to do is you got to go over to our post. You have to like it share it on your story and tag a friend in the comments section 
there is a bonus entry on there and you just have to answer the question below and then you will get added into this twice into the giveaway. So we will be announcing the winner at 6.30 on Sunday. We're going to be going live on Instagram. So you're going to want to see that see, to see if you won. Um, yeah, I think that's it. You, you basically have up until the day of to enter. So go get it. And our socials are, uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Pair Northwest. Go ahead and enter that. We will hook it up. Okay. Okay. Um, any questions, comments, concerns, um, anything else you want to share with us um, is going to be uh, our email, which is pairnorthwestteam at gmail.com. And since we're not doing cryptid this week, little crypt corner, um, I do have a would you rather for you guys. Oh. Okay. Okay. So would you rather eat poop for every meal or every pair of shorts or pants that you put on are absolutely piss ridden? So you can't escape the piss. I'm li- uh, Yeah, I'm taking piss pants. Yeah, I'm taking piss pants That's an any easy day. one. Wet. Okay, now I got a would you rather for you. Oh, crap. Okay, so... Oh, no. Never mind, I don't. Shayla said it's too gross. Which one? I'll I'll ask you off air. All right. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We love all of you. Um, We can't thank you enough. Please subscribe and rate this podcast because it helps us. Uh, reach more people and freak more people out. Five stars only, baby. Yeah, five stars are nothing, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, and honestly, we deserve it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I am your host, Eric. I'm Shayla. And I'm Cheyenne. And don't forget, sleep, sleep with, with your, your eyes, eyes open. open.